Today's Batch It Up is sponsored by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code DVR20 to get 20% off your order. No minimum. And we got a Valentine's Day sale coming. Codes aren't even out yet. Keep on checking back at Cufflinks.com slash DVR for that Valentine's Day sale. It's going to take place January 24th to February 14th. That's the big day, of course. So... Keep watch on that. And I want to announce that we're going to be doing a giveaway. Cufflinks.com has an awesome brand called Oxen Bull. And we're going to be giving away a set. Silver and Onyx stud set. Also, brushed stainless steel tie clip. Also, heathered blue wool men's tie. We got a tie, a tie clip, and a stud set. That's going to look awesome. This is Mm, wearable art, as I like to say, and it's going to be given away to a listener of this podcast. All you've got to do is send us an email. That's it. Just send us an email. Get in touch. We love keeping in touch with everyone. Tell us about The Bachelor. Just reach out to us and you'll be entered to win. That's a silver and onyx stud set, a brushed stainless steel tie clip, and a heathered blue wool men's tie. That's almost $150 worth of prizes by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go over to Cufflinks.com slash DVR and check out all their awesome stuff today. Today, we'll be talking about The Bachelor, Pilot Pete, Episode 7, The Death March Continues. (laughs) It's time to batch it up. Hello and welcome back. My name is Axel and of course my co-host is Sarah. How you doing, Sarah? I'm doing great. You know, it was a interesting week, but I'm happy to be here talking with you again. Yeah, I. this is the highlight for me. Uh, I'm here to vent and we're going to vent today. <laughs> we're going to get through it. If you're joining us for the first time, we are part of the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com and we'd love to hear from you. Email us at dvrpodcast at gmail.com. You'll also be entered into our cufflinks.com giveaway. You can also join our Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. And I also want to give a shout out to Chorizo Slim, a.k.a. Tito, who does the music for this show. And just this past week, uh, we have launched a new show for Better Call Saul. I will be hosting that with Ashea from History of Westeros. She's amazing. And we're going to be covering Better Call Saul. And Tito did the music for that, too. I just want to say thanks to Tito and check the show notes. You can go out and support Tito, buy some of his music from Bandcamp, and and just support creativity because that dude is great. I've known him for a long time. Used to be my buddy at World of Video and just hanging out talking to people, getting videos for Scorsese, talking to Tarantino, <laughs> baby. That was the life. But now we're here to talk about The Bachelor. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. Well, first we got some news. What we got a little... I did not see this promo. I missed it. You didn't? It was all over the place. Oh, I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. So basically they were doing like a, a ghost parody, the movie Ghost from back in the day. Um, and Peter was... Um, like, you know, modeling the clay, doing some the pottery spinner thing. Um, and then just a bunch of random hands, like six, like, arms just started, like, coming around him. No face or anything. And then all of a sudden, Whoopi comes out. 
and, and is like, you're, you're in trouble, man, or something like that. And it, I mean, it was hilarious, but it was also like, what the heck is this? Um, but I, I saw it all over the place and all over Instagram, everywhere. You, I couldn't, I couldn't not see it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you didn't see it at all. I know, and I forgot to look for it. Um, I I usually just that was during the Super Bowl, right? Um, I think that's when it, it premiered. Is that when it, it first came out? Maybe. Um, but yeah, I've been seeing it. Everywhere. Or no, the Oscars. I'm sorry. I think maybe it was oh, the Oscars. Yes, that okay. they, it was, it, that may have been connected yeah, to it. Yeah, I just yeah. I missed that. My friend DJ Timothy Hinesworth texted me and he was like, "Yo, did you see that ba- that Bachelor promo was awesome?" And then I just kind of did not get a chance to look back at it, and I didn't really watch the commercials. But I like that. You know, they gotta. I mean, they gotta do something. You know? They're going hard on the promos this year. <laughs> they're they're getting very creative, uh, I will say. Yeah. Um, yep. But so another commercial that prompted this next Bachelor News point. Um, last night, I don't know if you saw the commercial, but Tyler Cameron is going to be making a cameo um, or guest appearance, whatever you want to call it, on um, Single Parents, which – I love this show. I don't know if you watch it, but it has a great cast. I'm a big fan. They has Taryn Killam from SNL, and you know I fell in love with him on Stuck in Stuck in the Suburbs on Disney Channel back in the day, and Leighton Meester from Gossip Girl, obviously, and um, Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond. So it's a great cast. I am literally in shock that he got <laughs> a cameo on this show. It's so cool. Yeah, I I too really enjoy this show. This is probably. The only network besides The Good Place, which isn't really a sitcom, you know, I just kind of like a half hour show. Um, this is the only thing on the networks that I think that I watch that's like a half hour comedy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. I love Taron Kill. Actually, we were talking before the show start. I really relate to him in this show. I feel like that's a ve- he's got a lot of me <laughs> character like. He's just kind of like uh, obsessive compulsive. Everything's clean a certain <laughs> way. You know what I mean? Like he gets yeah. into. I mean, I was just doing the Valentine's Day cards or the Friendship Day cards with my son. For oh, his they're school. calling it. They're calling it Friendship Day at, at his yeah, school. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with love. This is like The Bachelor. No one wants love anymore. You Interesting. Know? They just want the drama. But yeah, that's <laughs> gr- this is great for Tyler. And you know what? I was really happy to see this because. I don't really think – I think if this guy's going to legitimately stick around dating Kardashian friends and showing up at par- – that's not the way to do it. You've got to like legitimize yourself, get on a yeah. couple shows like that Quibbly show or Quibby show that we were talking about mm-hmm. that he's doing. Yeah. Um, good for him. I know. He's definitely staying relevant. That's yeah. for sure because yeah. um, I definitely thought for a while there he was kind of fading away. For like a week and then, you know, he comes back at us with lots of content. (laughs) (laughs) A week. Right. He's really, he's keeping, I mean, this has gone pretty long. You know, people are talking more about him than they are about Hannah at this point. That's fair. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that I'm down on her, but he's doing a good job of kind of elevating himself. Yeah, I I think Hannah is okay with kind of laying low for yeah. a little bit and and giving herself a break. <laughs> yeah, hopefully until she pops up at the end of this season and gives 
us a dream. Like oh, I, was just, I was trying please, to sell my please, wife. Lord, please, Lord, I hope that happens. <laughs> I know you. I think you'd be happy about this. I was like, honey, this is what's going to happen. Uh, Hannah's going to pop up at the end of the season, and then they're going to announce like a spinoff, right? Oh. Called Hannah and Pete. And it's like four episodes and they just go on dates. They meet with other bachelor couples and they kind of try to figure out their, like a counselor too. And they figure out their relationship. And then at the end, they've got to decide, are they go, are they doing it? Are they not? I would love that. That would be amazing. That, I mean, that's kind of like, um, what Ben and Lauren had on ABC family. They basically had a reality show where, they were kind of trying to plan the wedding and yeah. at the end of it, they were like, well, I don't think we, I think we got to postpone the wedding. So I think, you know, I feel like that they, that's been successful in the past. So I'm all in on that idea. If, if that actually were to happen, I am very all in on that idea well, for sure. Something's got, something's got to save us. Let's jump into this episode. I have to say, I, until I saw the preview, I normally don't watch the previews. Mm-hmm. And until I, because I sometimes get confused and I'll like think something happened in the show that actually happened <laughs> in the preview. But until I saw that, I was kind of down. I was just like, I mean, I I definitely watched the whole episode. I didn't really fast forward through anything or skip anything. I was trying to get into it. Mm-hmm. But um, besides the amazing sights of Peru, which I thought was again be- like every time last what was it chile last week this week it's peru Mm -hmm. just i mean they're doing a great job of the dates and getting letting us see where they are um but i agree this was just like a downer from the start now you the facetime with the mom was cute i I did like that i thought it was cute when they were like speaking spanish to each other and I, I thought that was adorable, and it was it was actually nice to know that he can like communicate with his family during all of this because you know in theory you think that they're just kind of cut off from the world. Yes, so yep. I'm glad that they're able to give him a little <laughs> boost there with with the, the FaceTime with his mom. But didn't um, you, oh go ahead? No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say that was like immediately I thought okay maybe we're moving past all this drama. And mm-hmm. he's having it like they're starting with like a human connection with his mom. Right. And we're going to continue along that route. And then he walks in. The girls cheer for the first time in like six weeks. <laughs> they're actually happy to see him, right? You know, that's funny. I, I didn't think about that, but you're totally right. Yeah. it's that, sad. That, That's hilarious to think about. Isn't it sad? I was saying to my wife, don't you remember like other bachelors, even Ari, would show up and all the women would be like, Oh, he looks so cute today. Oh, I can't wait to see him. But it's like, even when he's not around and we're getting these talks, mm-hmm. they're really more concerned with like, I didn't get enough time. I, you know, or I want my relationship with him. There's not like just this general giddiness right. to be That's around true. him. That's a really, really good observation. Yeah, it's they're sad. just it's, it's more it's more of a competition to them than it is a relationship at this point. I to that is a great way of putting it. They're talking mm-hmm. about the game, it's like survivor. Right. Instead of some of the times they talk and you'd be like they'd be like, "Oh, he's so dreamy." But like, okay, we get it. You know, he's not that but I don't even feel like I'm doing that this season. 
Mm-mm. And then he follows it up by they're all happy. Oh, happy to see you. He goes, yeah, I got to talk. And then he sits down. And he's like, if you're not here and you're not committed, then, you know, you can leave. Like he does that speech, which was just so ill-timed. And I just thought it was, it put a total bummer on everything. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I, obviously you're going to, you know, lay the ground rules with that, you know, the first night. But I think that you reiterate that more like middle of the road. We were kind of a little too far in. Yes. For that to be such like a, like, I, you know, these girls, the, these girls, he clearly has a connection with. So he should already know that by now in theory, you would think. You would you think. Know? And I don't know that he has a connection with, I just feel like. Well, true. I mean, you know, go moving on to the Madison uh, one-on-one. I just didn't buy any of this thing. Well, see, that's it. So I, I felt a lot of chemistry with them. At, like, uh, like during the daytime date, I felt a lot of chemistry with them. But then, as it went into the night, and they were talking, and I just felt like Peter was telling Madison what he thought she wanted to hear. Did I say that right? Does that make sense? Yes. What I just said. Yep. It, which is interesting because it's normally the other way around that, you know, the, the lead is getting, you know, the, the BS, so to speak. Um, so I, it just, it kind of goes to show you how this season is going and in, in that Peter is like desperate for one of these women in, in some capacity, you know, it, yeah. it, it's just, it's a little wild. It, 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 I, Totally agree with you. And I I think you you know what? You made me think about it, Sarah, and you're right. During the day, they were getting along and I was getting you're you're absolutely right. I was getting hints of last week when he wrote the little scene of the telenovela for them to do. Exactly. That, yeah. That kind of connection. But then when they had to be serious and she starts in with how, you know. Basically that she wants a daddy, you know, however, Mm -hmm. however you put it, I mean, I guess, you know, it was framed in, in, in a faith based way, but regardless of where the impetus for this comes, she is basically saying to him, I want a more traditional, I'm the wife, you're the, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And we've seen this so many times on this show. Right. right, we went through whole scene of Colton, whole se- uh, season Colton, and then Hannah and Luke, and she's kind of I and my wife says no spoiler for the previews because it, but it's the only thing that's making me excited. Uh, is she? It looks to me, and my wife said it that she's going to kind of pull a Luke P here, that she is kind of backing him into this corner, that. Okay, it's all right that you screwed Hannah three times in a windmill, you know. Or at four times. Four times. <laughs> four times. <laughs> right? And all this. But now I need to control your sex. You know what I mean? Like she's got to kind of control, get it. And that's why I thought that the date started to turn. Because when mm-hmm. she starts in on it, his face went from open and happy he just he can't hide his emotions. Right. And it just kind of went, oh and when she was getting into that stuff, and then he's kind of like, Yeah, you know, I mean, I was raised um in a Christian household, I think he said. But right. That's not, you know, I'm not really that basically I think he was just trying to say, I'm not really that into it. 
Yeah. You know, like I, I appreciate the values, but it's not my bag. I'm just not like going to church every week or using it as a framework for my relationships. Which- right. And then, then he kind of like tries to spin it like I, but you know, we, that's fine. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then like, and then goes into the, but I'm falling in love with you. Yes. And just kind, of, kind of tries to like bridge yep. and like change the subject a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting. That, that conversation, while I mean, one thing I did, I did um, want to point out is when, when Kelsey was basically recapping Madison's faith and her values, yeah. I was a little, I was a little nervous. I was like, Oh no, like, is this about to like go downhill? She's going to start like bashing her. But I thought she like explained it in a very respectful way and, um, and really, you know, helped everyone understand like where Madison was coming from, because obviously this is maybe like the second episode that we've really gotten to see anything from Madison. So we haven't really gotten to know her very well. So I really, I thought that was really great. Um, And I think the way Madison explained herself was, was, was great too. Um, But I just, the way that Pete, yeah, the way Peter reacted and the way he just kind of kept, I don't know. It it was a very strange conversation overall. I just, I totally respect her. I mean, obviously it's her life. Oh yeah. She can do whatever she wants to do, but I do have to say, as far as the show is concerned, I just feel like we've done this already. You know what I mean? Like, is this such a persistent, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just a dude who was just never around women who were saving themselves. (laughs) I don't know what, I don't know, but I just, it's not something that's been like a part of my life experience um, as an adult. And I, I see it played out in the show again and again and again. And I honestly feel like I do agree that when Kelsey brought it up, it was, she did it in a respectful way, but I also right. felt it was a little ominous the That's way fair. it was edited and the way that the music play just cut. It was more like she was saying, Peter better wise up. Does he understand where she's coming from? And hmm. then when that's, the yeah, date, that's, I, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, and then when the date played out, I felt the same way, and I was also like a little disappointed because I just feel that this overtakes her. Like that's not—I understand that that's what she believes, but that's not all of her, you know. And I think that the show takes that. Um, takes that one point, whether it's virginity or your faith or whatever, right? And it explodes it and it becomes the only thing that that person is about, like with Luke P, right? Right. And that's what Hannah kind of tried to unshackle herself from. That's true. Right? Yeah. And and I feel like if we had had the opportunity to get to know Madison more- or that, if he yeah, that, had the opportunity, he's only spent like three hours with her. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've barely seen any screen time. Yeah. So I'm assuming that they haven't really spent that much time together either. So no, I didn't buy. Um, and when he did the falling in love stuff, I totally didn't buy it at all. I just didn't buy it. I, I felt like your fault. I mean, I felt, I, I really feel like you say he's grasp and we see it later in the episode two with uh, Victoria He's oh my like, God. he's grasping at straws. He's like, 
he is desperate to like save this season. And I kind of feel like the producers are in his ear to try to do it too, like drum up. It's, it's almost like we were talking about last week. It's like, they've got so much drama. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh shit, we forgot. This is supposed to be a love story. I, speaking of the producers, I just feel like their presence has been so noticed this season. And it just, I, I kind of had a realization today. I was just like, that's why I think I keep getting so mad every week is because it's just so obvious. Like we'll talk about it later, but like when they were like the things that they edited together that that Kelly allegedly said, it's just, they're trying to just like do too much and it's, and it is too much, <laughs> you know? And I think that's been something that has hurt this season is that the producer's I've been trying way too hard, in my opinion. Yeah. And speaking of that, so we have a new record this week um, on the Facebook page. Uh, someone has been keeping track, and I, I I always forget to say who they are, and someday I'll remember. The, the Bachelor Party Facebook yes, page. Yes, the Bachelor Party Facebook page, uh, which, which is where we started, of course, yes. all praise. Yes. And <laughs> there were 228 likes in a single two-hour episode. That's crazy. Yeah, and, and Madison was a big culprit <laughs> this this episode when um when she was talking to Peter at the um the date later that night. I just I I I got distracted by all the likes in her sentences. It was it's absolutely it's just egregious. Really, yeah. just pause. Yeah, it, it's all these. We're both trying that, not to say like now. <laughs> can you can you tell that I am choosing my words very carefully right now? Um, I know I know we've talked about this in, in previous episodes, but vocal ticks are like they. Oh no! Oh, there I go. <laughs> they they, like. drive, they drive me insane because yeah. I. I pick up on them so easily and it's so distracting. And then because I zone in on them so hard, I pick them up and then I start. Doing am, them. I'm, I'm just as bad as they are. Yes. I, so I'm not going to, I don't think it has anything to say about Madison. It's just, it is just a vocal tick. If, but, yeah. That's all it is. And you get nervous. So actually somebody uh, said, Hey, people get nervous. You say right. like or um or something. And I remember even one of the people would always say what a great orator uh, Barack Obama was. Mm-hmm. But he notoriously said, uh, uh, like all the time. He would say, <laughs> uh, uh, right. Go, uh, like that. And That's true. That. I just had a, when I was in speech, I grew up going into speech class because I, I used to have a really bad speech impediment. Oh, and okay. later on, I took speech classes in college and they just taught me to pause mm-hmm. or if you, te- or just kind of elongate the word before. So you're kind of thinking about it. <laughs> like that, okay. you know, like, that's so. an interesting strategy i'm gonna start doing that <laughs> that's what I try to do. it's that time again to take a little break and tell you about cufflinks.com our presenting sponsor they're keeping the lights on here at dvr podcast network 
and we are so pleased always to have them. It's a family-owned company. Cufflinks.com is the men's accessories marketplace. Cufflinks.com aims to drive men to one place where they can find all the accessories they could want to elevate their look each day. They've got over 60 brands, Hook and Albert, Ox and Bull, of course, their own Cufflinks.com brand. Also, man, they have so many licenses. Star Wars, Marvel, DC Comics, NCAA, NBA, NFL. If you follow cufflinks.com on Facebook, you'll see, guess what they're coming out with soon? The Child. That's right. Little Baby Yoda, Cufflinks, and Tie Clip, and Tie. It's awesome. Everything they have that's geeky is fantastic, cool, quality, just like the wearable art that they have if you're going to an event. And if you have an event coming up yourself, reach out to Cufflinks. They'll help make sure everyone looks great. So go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Don't hesitate. Do it. One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney, and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have. To learn more about them, check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire Adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore Adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. So again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. Thanks. All right, let's <laughs> talk about Natasha, Mikiki. Uh, just, she was really, as you said here in our notes, this was a very sad pity date. It was hard to watch. It, it was very hard to watch because you knew what the ending was going to be. And you could just tell that he was not as excited about this date as he had been about Madison's date. And, um, I, I just felt like they, they were elongating the day date when they could have just gotten to the chase mm-hmm. you know cut, cut to the chase so let's yep. just but um it was funny I, something that i felt when um when they were um at dinner it, it seemed like peter was trying to get natasha to realize that they didn't have a connection so that she would send herself home <laughs> did you notice that because yes. it, it just it, it seemed yeah. kind of like a tennis match of like who's gonna say it first like and and i could just tell natasha was like you're gonna have to send me home, buddy. Uh, yeah, because after everything he would say, she'd be like, "Yeah, this this is working for me," and it it, it was kind of comical because I feel like they both knew what the outcome was going to be. Um, but Peter, he was trying hard to not have to actually do it himself. It seemed like. I totally agree with you. There was one point that he said something, and his face again betrayed him, and yes. He- went uh, and then she <laughs> responded by smiling and trying to bring it back to mm-hmm. their story or their journey and how they were connecting today and right. at, at some point he said how do you what do you think about you know we've really 
we we've come a, we've come a bit of a ways and i was thinking what in the like 3 hours that you <laughs> saw each other today it's just yeah i kind of feel like he was scared to send her home yeah. because she was going to get upset when he was trying he was saying to her you're intimidating and so yeah he tried to kind of turn it around but it didn't work it looked Peru looked beautiful though. Once again, oh yeah, yeah. I love when they like explore all these countries. <laughs> I'm a big fan because I'm like, okay, now I need to put this on a list of uh, where I need to go visit. Yeah, so Kiki's going home. See it in paradise. Oh, she's definitely yeah. going to be in paradise. For She'll sure. be great. She'll be fantastic. Yeah, I'm very excited to see her in paradise. Mm-hmm. And I think there will be plenty of dudes who are going there hoping to meet up with her. Oh, big um, time. She's a good one. And then the real beautiful date was this date with Kelsey. I thought this, that, oh, This was, was an gorgeous. awesome date. Yeah. Seeing like the countryside, all the, the hillsides and all that. It just, it was, it was beautiful to see all the, all that um, on their date. Um, I, I thought this was, this was a nice, like fun date. Like yep. Peter said later on, he was like, we had such a fun day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he seemed surprised. I still don't um, feel any, I mean, I feel like she's has way more of an attraction to him than he does. I just, I don't see a lot of chemistry here, but it was a yeah. great date. It was nice. I agree. And I, I really liked when they were talking about like, what is your ideal, um, idea of of marriage and and Kelsey was was saying that you know she wants to be able to work but also stay home with the kids so mm-hmm. and i think that's pretty commendable i i feel like a lot of a lot of you know people that go on the show they want to be influencers and and whatnot and Kelsey's saying i mean you know, she you know probably does want to be an influencer in, in some capacity but she wants to have something for herself, but also to still be in her kids' lives. I think that was pretty commendable and um, kind of very refreshing to hear. You know, I, I, I enjoyed their conversation about that. As a stay-at-home dad and podcaster guy, I totally agree. I think it was <laughs> – you are 100% right, Sarah. It's right. It's like the same thing when I was talking about Madison where they tend to make things extreme. Mm-hmm. And this, she wasn't saying, I don't want a woman should be at home with the kids. No, she was saying, I would like to be home with my children. I'd also like to work a couple of days. I'd like to do things for me and the family. Yeah. And I agree with you. I remember I was sitting there, it was just last night, I remember. <laughs> and I, I said, hey, that was really real. Yeah. That was I real. Really, I, I loved every part of that. That's what I want this season. I, I, I would have liked, even though I do feel that Kelsey on any other season would probably be more of a flash in the pan, the whole champagne thing. He somehow kept her around. I think that as you've said in our notes here, she, we've got to know more about her. She's got this relationship with Hannah Ann now where they're joking with each other. Right. Like the the growth that Kelsey has made over the course of this season is is insane to me. And yeah, the fact that her and Hannah Ann seem like best friends now after like a pretty intense debacle mm-hmm. um, or finasco, should I say, um, as <laughs> Hannah as, as Hannah Ann uh, said before. Um, 
I just feel like we've seen a lot of growth from Kelsey. And mm-hmm. and yes, she has her moments every now and then, but I think she's shown that, you know, she I feel like she's shown that she could be a contender for Bachelorette. I don't disagree with you. And I I, I think that it may be the editing, but hey, this is a TV show and they edit it and they would mm-hmm. do the same if she was the Bachelorette. I'm warming up to it. And yeah. I'd have to say of the contestants that are left, she might be my number one pick for I, a bachelorette. Yeah, she's kind of the best of the situation. Yeah. Honestly, I have a feeling they are probably going to go back a few seasons. Um, I just I, – I have a feeling they'd get a lot of backlash for picking someone from this season. But – I don't know. I think she's making a case for herself. We'll see. But I don't. The thing is, I didn't. Maybe I just can't read Peter at this point. And because I don't think he can read himself. But (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't feel anything on this date. And it still feels very much like she has a kind of puppy love crush on him and is excited by what's happening. And he is just happy that she's not being dramatic now. That's that's a very very fair point. Yeah, because like when he was like, when we had we had such a fun day. It was kind of like he was just like, wow, we didn't have any drama. Exactly. We had a fun. We didn't. We had a fun day. Yeah. Um. So that yeah, that's true. It, it does seem like puppy love, and she was the first one to tell Peter that she was falling for him. Um. So he that may be something that is like in his head. He's like, Oh, I know this girl likes me. Like, let me keep her around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but also one thing, so, you know, they had a very light fun date during the day, but, um, then when it came time for the dinner portion, she kind of got pretty deep about, you know, some of her family stuff again. And, um, I have a feeling that next week with, in, in her hometown, it's going to get pretty wild because she was saying that she's been in contact with her dad and her mom is not aware of it. And so some that that's definitely going to cause some kind of drama next week. And I'm curious to see how it plays out. Mm -hmm. And I like this because we're following a storyline here. Yeah, that's true. This is what we've been missing where we can attach our uh, uh, own experience, our own emotion to what's happening with a, a story that isn't, you know, she said this or that blah, 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 you know, or just kind of fighting and drama. This yeah. is good drama where that's, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, She's like exposing herself. She's putting herself on the line. And, and this is, remember, this is, she's the one who found the note from her. Is that her? Or is that Victoria P? I can't um, remember. <laughs> Which one found oh, the note from her dad? You know what? And he ran off to Mexico for ten years or that something. Was, that was Kelsey. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. she's saying that. And I, and two, I like. I mean, she got pretty deep. She she said, you know, she explained that when they talked, she didn't get the right answers she wanted from him. Mm-hmm. That she that and this I found interesting too. Because of what Madison said, they're they're kind of doing a con, com, compare contrast here, where Madison uh, is talking about her faith and her father, 
right? And True. then Kelsey is saying, when I asked my father why he left, he said, oh, God told him to do it. That was that was a crazy line. When yeah. she said that, I was like, wow, that is wild. And then she said, I don't ex-, – she said, that that's a cop-out. I, d- yeah. I don't accept that. Yeah. So – And I, I think that goes show how strong of a person Kelsey is, you know? And, and- also that he was oh, – he is more – I think Peter is the kind of guy – I mean, he's a people pleaser. He's probably going to say anything, but he was, okay, that's the way you feel. Now, Mm -hmm. if you contrast that against Madison and what we may be coming to see with her, there's a whole different kind of attitude there. And I wonder whether, I don't know just if Peter is even like considering that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah. That's actually pretty deep stuff. Oh yeah. That, yeah, they, it's it's crazy how deep these like these women and and men just on both both sides of the coin are like they're they are so comfortable getting so deep on camera and it's wild it, and it's wow. it's crazy but it I mean that's what you're on this show to do I guess is to lay it all on the line yeah and I that it, this is I feel like this. Uh, now I'm getting more excited. That's why I love doing this podcast because now I'm excited for the next episode mm-hmm. and to see how this kind of stuff plays out. Um, well, we continue along after that. And I just w- want to mention again, when they ran up that mountain and then they looked at the view and then they came back and saw where they were, I, that was amazing. That was mm-hmm. beautiful. That was really, really pretty. Go Peru. Um, <laughs> so we had a three-on-one. Yep, the in, the inevitable three-on-one. Mm, what did yeah. you think of this? I honestly was not ex- – well, I should have seen it coming, but I, I was not expecting to to go the way it did. I think they did Kelly dirty, and I think they gave her a terrible edit and it actually like oh. made me angry. Um I did think her, when she said last night when I realized I was going to be on a three-on-one, I was pretty annoyed. And today I'm still annoyed. I, I laughed so hard at that because I was like, thank you for the realness, girlfriend. Like that makes total sense. But I feel like a lot of like the shit talking that they were dubbing like over the scenes, I feel like a lot of it was pieced together and edited together to to make Kelly look like the villain here. And it really made me angry because it just – it didn't seem like that's who Kelly is and it seems so obvious. I didn't consider this. Um, but looking at it, I hmm, I did agree with Kelly's fe- – or, or I should say I empathized or sympathized We. Have have you ever you have you been there before where I have been there before I was once in a relationship where there it was kind of early in a relationship I wanted it to be more and the girl I liked liked this dude who I felt was just like a total little kid like kind of a loser mm-hmm. and that's not a nice thing to say about the guy I didn't really know him I felt that way <laughs> and so it makes you feel kind of embarrassed. That's fair. You know? And that's where I felt her negative attitude, but I could agree with you that the producers added to this with the little thing editing. 
I feel like some of the things she may may have said, like she may have said, yeah, Hannah Ann is young and immature. I definitely think she said Victoria F is uh, a hot mess. Like that, that <laughs> seems like a valid. Uh, she was right day. about both of them. Yeah, but I just it's after the whole like Luke S situation on Bachelor in Paradise where it came out when when no when um I guess Bree was it um turned down his rose and then they dubbed over it Chris Harrison asking if anyone wanted his rose and and no one responded. Yes, uh-huh, I remember like, that. Like after after hearing that the the producers were capable of doing something like that, I was like, they, they are totally doing Kelly dirty here and totally making her look like the villain. And it made me so mad. However, I do think some of the sentiment mm. was valid yeah. in her thinking. But when she, when they had her say like, I'm a lawyer that clearly you could tell that was pieced together. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I think you're right. I think that they were, dramatizing but i do also think that she was embarrassed Mm -hmm. and i think that explains a lot of her looks during the season when people were being more dramatic right i think it's true i mean they did not the way they cast this season she is she was one of what three or four of the women who actually had a job yeah you know who seemed to have found a career and you could imagine that she is sitting there thinking, gee, you know, these are like billable hours that I'm losing here. You know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and, and the cases that she might be on, or she has right. to take things more seriously. And I really do think that, and Hannah Ann and Victoria on this date were so immature and it, it, it was oh, bad. It was God. so bad. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. It was so awful. It really – this was – normally you have one person like this. Mm-hmm. And Hannah actually was making – she's not been as dramatic as I thought she was going to be this season. Yeah, so, she actually didn't – she redeemed herself a little bit yes. throughout the, the last mm-hmm. few weeks. But this sent her like farther back than she was before. I mean, it I took her a second. She He pulls her away right after Kelly's talking about how they break down and cry all the time. As soon as she sits down, she starts crying to him about how hard it is and blah, 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 you know? And he has to then placate her. And then Victoria, oh, I could, man. I oh was my going God. insane. Like when- when he was with Hannah Ann and Victoria F was just like pacing and just acting like a fool. I was like, how on earth does Peter not see that th- this woman is not stable? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was so annoying. And I just, I thought for sure when, when he was with Victoria F um, when it was just the two of them together and she was um, basically telling him he's always in a mood when oh. he's with her and 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 all that i'm just like oh my god <laughs> like she why is manipulative. are you attacking him it was mm. it was wild that is it that is a very successful technique to be used by either a man or a woman and i i will admit that in relationships i believe i have used this technique before where you are really she is just trying to flip him. That's mm-hmm. what she is constantly trying to do. Is she's trying to flip the power dynamic. 
She sits down. She knows that there's not really a lot between them, but she wants this to continue. And so she starts telling him he's in a mood attacking him. So then he responds by being Peter, who he is trying to placate her and then eventually gives her the rope. She wouldn't even look at like the way she acts like a freaking three-year-old. Yes, that is that is a perfect – she has temper tantrum. It is like – it is not even like a – I would not say it is like a child. I would say it is like a toddler, literally, mm-hmm. because I raised one. He's in the <laughs> next room right now playing Roblox. He, you know, And he doesn't uh, – my son, who is seven, knows that when a person speaks to you, you look at them. Right. Especially it, when it's important. People who can't hold eye contact like that or who use that as a technique are infuriating to me. Mm-hmm. I can't take it. It, it was when, when they were walking to the car and she wouldn't look at him. And then all of oh. a sudden – he gives her the rose and all of a sudden she like looks up and is so happy. It, that infuriated me. Oh I, my God. I, it, I just, I couldn't believe that he, he keeps falling for it. He's I don't terrible. understand. Yes. He's, and I, I, that's why I don't particularly, it's a situation where I come out, I'm frustrated with her, but then I'm, but then I'm just like, well, that's who she is. Yeah. I mean, she's a terrible person in that regard. I shouldn't say she's a terrible person, but in this situation, she's acting like a terrible person right. and he is just allowing it to happen. He, he yeah. has, this is the same thing as before where he's like, I just want something from you. And then she's like, I'm uncomfortable, twirls her hair, looks down, talks really soft. And he's like, that's exactly what I needed. So Mm -hmm. I can't blame her for using a technique that has proven to be useful. It's it's keeping her on the show. Yeah. It's clearly working. She's driving me nuts though. Driving me up a wall. I couldn't take it. I, but I felt, I kind of felt like he was going to give her the rose. I was like, why did he take it with him? He's giving it to her. It it felt. As my, I, as they were walking, I was like, "Please don't do this! Please don't do this!" But I, I, it, like deep down, I was like, "He's gonna give her yep. the, the gosh darn rose." Yep. And why and he she, did? And why does she get a personal? This is another way that she totally manipulated this situation so much to the point that not only did he give her the rose, but he walks her out, gives her a special little time by the car and ushers her away. So she doesn't have to be there when he, he goes and confronts Kelly and Hannah Ann. And then I felt like he, the whole time he was giving the rose to Hannah Ann, I felt it was just a back slap to Kelly. And it was just like, he was like looking at her You've been so open, Hannah. You've been right. Yeah. And he was just kind of saying what Kelly wasn't giving him. I agree. And and what also angered me when it was just him and Kelly earlier um, in the date is that he was just getting so angry that she was like, I'm having a fun time. <laughs> and I'm like, and she's like, why does every relationship have to be hard? Why can't we just have fun and yep. have an easy relationship. And I'm like, good for you, girl. And it's just clearly he he needs some kind of drama or something mm-hmm. in his life. Um, but I just was getting so mad. I was like, why? Like, sh- 
she's having a laissez-faire attitude about this whole experience. It's a crazy experience, but she's the most real person on this season. Why don't you see that, Peter? Like, realness is going to survive in the real world. Yeah. And it, it's just it this whole three, three, <laughs> this whole three on one situation infuriated me. I, and me too. You can hear it. it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I'm like I'm like getting like out of breath because I'm just like I'm so angry thinking it about was, it again. It was very frustrating, and I lay it at his feet because mm-hmm. also. Both of these women should have been cut weeks ago. And when I think back at the original 25 women that he had, there were a bunch of other women there who were beautiful, smart, not dramatic, more mature, and he cut them early. I'm and still I'm still better he cut Sarah so early. He I mean there's a there's a whole list. I think that he is just not a strong guy or just like with Kelly I'm willing to say that this situation doesn't really show us who Kelly is because she did feel so frustrated and I I really feel like she was embarrassed for mm-hmm. a good portion of this season that a you know a side of her came out and they were able to edit it to show us that wasn't so great i've heard some people complain you know that her laissez faire attitude is kind of annoying to people because hey why did you go on the show then you know like you know what you're getting That's into I, I feel the same way for madison if why would you if you are saving yourself for marriage you're going to go you're going to be happy to go on this season with the guy who's known to do it four times in the windmill like this is incongruent incongruent how do you say that incongruent <laughs> okay it doesn't it doesn't mix right so i can understand that um but i have to just this thing is the, you know the fault lies with peter because hannah ann has proven not to be a kind of um, antagonist that I thought she would be, but right. she's obviously not really that into him. She's kind of there for the Instagram likes and the world. Victoria is obviously there for that. She <laughs> does, oh yeah. That's so, so I think he just has, has done a poor job um, of, getting through it this season and he, he can't see past the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I wonder he can not at all. And may, and it comes back to, is this, I I, you know, I, it, I go around and I think I really liked him during Hannah's season. And there's I parts during this season where I'm like, yeah, we both got excited and, 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 and he's shown me some stuff, but I just think, is this really that he is just still hankering for Hannah and this was too soon for him? That very well could be. He's and in a that whirlwind. Would, that would be my happy ending, as we all know. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, my, and, and you know what? It would bring some sanity to the season if at True. the end of it, the producers and Peter could say, hey, I acted like that because gosh darn it, I was still in love with Hannah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And that would be – honestly, that would be a fantastic ending in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Kelly's going to show up again? Do you think we're going to see her in Bachelor World again? 
I I've been thinking about this today, which I was thinking about this way too much today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I keep going back and forth if she's going to show up on Paradise or if she's just kind of yeah. going to slide back into her normal life. Um, I have a feeling she's going to get pulled into Paradise. Mm. Um, but I also would be inter- in, interested in seeing if she gets pulled into like Summer Games or something like that. I'm curious what pool they're going to pull from for something like that, you know? Are they going to pull from the recent or go back a few seasons like they did for Winter Games, you know? Yeah, they and we really do get a different view of both the men and the women when they're on either Paradise or Winter something different. Right. Than in this bottle of the Bachelor or Bachelorette. Mhm. I I think that you know what I think that Kelly would be a good addition to Rachel's podcast. They're like two lawyers, right? They both kind of had an attitude. That I would, would be fun. I would love that. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah, because Kelly, I, for some reason, I don't know if it's because they kind of look the same or what, but she gives me kind of a Vanessa vibe um, from Nick mm. Vial season. And Vanessa was on um, Jared's pod, uh, Jared and Dean's podcast. I don't know if she's still on it as a co-host, but she was on that for a little while. And so, but she was still like living a normal life. Otherwise she just, you know, had her little podcast, well, was guest or guest hosting, I guess for a bit on the podcast, but um, I could see Kelly doing a podcast, but still living her lawyer life for sure. Yeah. I'm down with it. I'm down with yeah. it. Well, that we've reached the end. We are moving into the hometowns. It is going to be, I think next week's going to be insane. Yes. I am. It, this, that's going to be quite, <laughs> quite an episode. I am excited. I have to say that the last couple weeks were tough. I mean, we were now what last two weeks is seven hours of the bachelor mm-hmm. um, of uh, pilot Pete's indecision. And this preview looks like, the chickens are coming home to roost because it's getting to the point where they're not just in this fantasy vacation. Right. You know, throughout the show, he was like, I just want to do this. And my wife kept on saying, everybody wants to do that on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. You're on vacation. Of course you're having exactly. a fun time. Um, and it made me think, well, they're coming back home and, you know, I I I think that it's going to be fun, and I really am. Even though this it's been a rough season, a lot of people saying, "Oh, they're out on it." Even my wife said to me, "I might be out on this show." I said, "You're not out on this show because it it constantly changes." You know, there it depends on who who comes along, and I I'm 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 hoping maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I'm hoping we go out with a bang here. I think this could be fun. And and something interesting, um, I want to say it was uh, Lauren Zima um, said it, who's Chris Harrison's girlfriend and, and does a lot of um, podcasts and has her own um, recap show. She was saying, I, I'm pretty sure that I, I saw her saying this, that a lot of seasons, you know, people are always complaining about how boring it is and and yada, yada, yada. And then something happens at the end and everyone's like, this was the best season ever. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we still, I guess, have 
three more weeks, I think, of of shows. And and obviously next week looks like it's going to be a blast. And, um, you know, this other thing that I saw, I'm pivoting a little bit. I, I want to say Nick Fial tweeted it that everyone said that Ari was such a terrible bachelor, but he's happily married with a kid now. And, and, and Nick Fial's like, and I'm not. So who's the real best bachelor you know and so we we don't know we don't know how the season's gonna play out yet and and i have a feeling that depending on the ending that history may forget some of how Mm -hmm. terrible this season has been depending on on the outcome it happened with colton season we remember a, a dramatic fence jump exactly you know it's it did not have it. I, I don't know. Ari season took a different route where right. it became a little bit not made you feel kind of yucky. Yeah. With the sneak attack, unedited uh, Becca thing. Right. But that's what this show was about. It's a dramatic journey. And if they're not going to have so, a real love story here, at least let's have. Let's expose what went wrong. Yeah. You know, and I'm interested in exploring that. If that's what it becomes, I'm interested in exploring that. And like I said, I normally don't watch the preview, but when I'm kind of going, feeling like I'm on the outs, I watch this preview. And if anyone at home listening is feeling negative, watch the preview if you haven't, because it looks pretty exciting. They don't spoil too much, enough to make you feel like the next couple of weeks at least are going to be really interesting, and it's going to challenge Peter, which is, that's what I liked about it. It seemed to challenge him, and he needs to be challenged. He does. He does, absolutely. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to next week. It's definitely going to be interesting. We shall see. This is, well... Mm -hmm. You once again, Sarah. I've had such a great time. I'm way more in. I feel. I feel like this was the best episode ever. Now that we've talked about it, <laughs> I do feel better about last night's episode. Yep. Now that we've chatted, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Well, thanks yeah. everyone for listening. Uh, please remember to email us dvrpodcast at gmail.com. Throw us an iTunes review, share, do all that, and uh, Sarah has more to tell you. And as always, please connect with us on uh, Instagram uh, at batchitup_pod. underscore pod. And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe. 